This podcast is part of the Midwest Podcast Network. Find out more about our other shows and how to support our network at MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. We are coming at you live uh, from PAX East. I'm fresh off a flight from Amsterdam. <laughs> really tired. This is John. I have Alex with me. Hello. And Brian. Hey. We just got done seeing the improvised postmortem at PAX East 2018. Uh, we're hanging out at Tabletop HQ. Uh, it's wh- 10 o'clock at night. It's 10 o'clock at night. I've been up for 22 <laughs> hours straight. I've um, been up for uh, not that long, but a long time. Yeah, you guys got 18. here a lot earlier than I did. Um, any any sort of uh, any things you checked out today that you want to talk about? Well, I think just real quick first impressions. This to me was equally as overwhelming as TGS was. Really? Uh, it's very big. The Boston Convention Center is gigantic. It is a huge center for uh, sure. They've got lots of different vendors here. They've got all kinds of tabletop gaming and yes. video gaming, gaming of all kinds. Currently sitting in the tabletop free play area. Yeah, we're playing the podcasting packed. tabletop game. But yeah, it's, it's podcast it's, simulator tabletop <laughs> game. It's ten o'clock at night, and there's a crap load of people around still playing card games and board games and stuff like that. So that's really awesome. But it's been a really cool show. Brian, I don't know if you had any like initial thoughts about the show. Um, well, just initially, when you first go down the escalator, it's just kind of like sensory overload. Yes. There's just so much down on the main floor alone, and you see all the familiar logos. Like the first thing you see right on the right is a giant blizzard area, yep. and there's a huge screen playing Overwatch videos yep. and... We have a lot of videos yeah, on our so much. on our Instagram. You can check out our Instagram story. It is there in the archive or something, so I think you can see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like for that for the whole time. But yeah, it's it's a big show. Yes, you guys checked out a game called Save Your Nuts. Yes, we did. Save Your Nuts is a it's a capture the flag type game. It reminds me of Fat Princess for PS3, which okay. is pretty similar. But it's up to four players. It's coming to PC and Switch. They're cool. doing a beta next week, I believe, is what they said. Yeah, yeah, we signed up for it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and basically, you play as either a squirrel or a wiener dog, and you which have is to why we stopped to yes. check it out because and it has wiener dogs in it. Yep. And uh, basically, you have to grab the nut, the acorn that is in the that is dropped in the center of the field, and you take it back to either your playhouse or your tree. Or your little doghouse or your tree to claim the flag. What What do you think the chances are that we could get them to skin one of the wiener dogs to look like Lizzie and Doc? The the wiener it's, dog that's it's in too there cartoonish, really. The wiener dog that's in there looks pretty much like Lizzie because it's the black well, and tan. Lizzie's kind of the classic. Uh, she is a classic black and tan. Yeah, yeah but Doc, wiener dog Doc would be super unique. Yeah, we can we can see once we get the emails from them with maybe the, unlockable. With, some DLC, some loot dog crate, skins, loot crate action. That'd be great. Some different <laughs> squirrels. I mean, they come in a variety of colors. I would, sure. I would pay microtransactions to be able to get dachshunds that look exactly like the ones that are in my <laughs> life. So, they yes. should, we should let them know. Right on. Uh, you also checked out a game called Riverbond by Coco Cucumber. Yeah. So we haven't gotten to play it yet, <laughs> um, but it's a. It, it looks like uh, they they call it 
It's a it's a game. It's like an isometric beat 'em up. It's a lot like Castle Crashers, uh, but oh, it's yeah, it's okay. a very voxel. Yeah, I was gonna say it kind of reminds me of uh, just looking at the video that I saw because I didn't get to do anything with it yet. Hopefully, yeah. we didn't tomorrow. get to play it either because the people were hogging it. Move. Yeah, they were hogging it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to put it, it nicely. Reminds me kind of. It looks like Gauntlet. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's very cool to see in action. It's yeah, it looks cool just looking at the little video you have on the Instagram account that you guys posted earlier. So They're advertising it as some type of game that's made out of voxels, too. It's not just pixely, it's the, and they're not doing polygons. It's a very, It's got a very unique-looking art style to yeah. it, and I think that's part of its strength, but it looks pretty interesting. So Very cool. Uh, and you also checked out the How Do I Get Your Job panel. Uh, I went to that one without. Uh, which one did you go to? I, at, the, at same the same time, time, I went to the "How much do video games really cost?" panel, which was also very good. But Brian, the, tell us about that. Yeah, the "How do I get your job?" one was really interesting. Um, it was a bunch of people from totally different parts of the games industry. Um, I can't remember all their names off the top of my head, but one of them was like a community manager for Discord. And uh, there was someone from High res and I think they were also some sort of community manager. But um, yeah, do you feel like you a games anything? journalist? Did you learn anything personally? Like, what what was? Did you have any kind of takeaway from it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, there was some. Uh, I mean, they really kind of told you the the best ways to go about things as far as how to uh, meet people and. Um, apply for jobs and just it was useful information yeah right on I, i'm drawing a blank on some of the specifics at the moment it's been a long day so it's been I a long day I'm, assu- I'm hoping but I, I enjoyed it um yeah it was a cool panel we'll see if brian has a job in the industry within the next year <laughs> right and we'll see how successful that panel was maybe no <laughs> i don't know Anyway. Alex, uh, what was the panel you went so to? So I went to Following the Money, Just How Much Do Video Games Cost? There was actually a lot of information. They talked about the fact that it's really hard to find out how much video games actually cost. But he had uh, a breakdown of AAA a budgets, and it started in Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair cost about $3 million in 1996 money or whatever it okay. was, which actually comes out to like 8 or $9 million in today's dollars. But then also, uh, Wing Commander th- uh, Three was like five million. Jack and Daxter is like fourteen million. Half Life Two is like forty million. World of Warcraft is like two hundred million, and that's for development plus four years of running the game. Right. Destiny was about one hundred and forty million dollars. All of those are without any type of marketing. The budget. Destiny One or Destiny Two? Destiny One. Destiny Two was more like two hundred and fifty million plus another two hundred and fifty million for marketing. Wow, they wow. wasted a lot of money on that game. Yeah, and just kinda and to he went over some indie budgets too. Uh Jonathan Blow's Braid cost hundred and eighty million or hundred and eighty thousand dollars. Monument Valley, the most popular iOS game of all time. You can thank Kevin most, Spacey for that. Most rewarded one was uh one point I don't even know about that game. Monument Valley? Never even it heard was, of it. It was featured exclusively in uh, House of Cards Season 2. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, it was made, oh. for, it was made okay. for $1.4 million. So, I mean, the kind of the, the drastic change there is pretty interesting. But they also talked about, like, the fact that game pricing in the last 20 years, PS2 games were $50, PS3 games are $60, and now we're still buying video games for about $60. But... 
Through the advent of DLC and microtransactions, they've been able to keep the game price fairly stagnant, but also kind of give you more for your money, make uh, make the game a little bit more worthwhile of a purchase by giving you more content to access to it later. Right. So, Or, you know, it allows people to not only pay more for a game that they like a lot in terms of microtransactions you can you can buy cosmetic stuff if you so really what, like a what game. So what you really walk away from that conversation is that they're not getting rid of loot boxes or anything anytime soon. Well, and there was there, there was a somebody did ask questions about loot bo- loot bo- well, loot boxes. Loot boxes. And, and but they didn't really get into it as deeply as I would want them to. They Yeah. It was most of that stuff was backloaded into the end of the presentation. Right. Um but I I think it's interesting. It's it's certainly like Microtransactions and DLC are the savior of video games right now, essentially, on the business end. Yeah. But uh, it seems like there's a lot of room for failure, at least if you look at Battlefront 2. I mean, when you look at money like that and you take into account shareholders and stuff in those companies, I mean, it, it totally makes sense from a business standpoint why most of those AAA companies just pump out sequels and they don't take chances yeah. well and it's it's basically like uh the, the way that they kind of put it up is that all dlc that comes up for the most part doesn't really have all of the development work in terms of making and designing systems and making the yeah. engine and tuning the engine and stuff like that So whatever money they make off of that is a it's a much more lucrative profit margin i'm pro- sure yeah exactly they put they have to put less work into it because they've already done all the work earlier so and you know microtransactions you're basically if it's just cosmetics then you're just selling people different textures that are made by like an art department essentially so yeah it was a very interesting talk i liked it quite a bit um trying to think of what else we went to we went to one that was uh there's a panel that they did at one of the previous paxes and it was called the uh, the personal history of video games and this was chapter two today and it's basically this guy his name is uh i'm sorry i'm pulling it up right now his name is eric canius and eric canius is like making this He's trying to make like a video podcast type thing where he talks to people about how video games affected their lives and what kind of stories they had about it and how their parents thought about video games and what do they like Greg Greg Miller of Kind of Funny talked about how he's scared to have kids because what if his kids just see video games as the dumb thing that he's into? You know, mm-hmm. like your dad's into cars and stuff like that but you don't really care about cars but you really like video games. So that was a really fun uh, panel and yeah. I liked the stories. I, I laughed at that one just as much, if not maybe more than the last one we just yeah, saw, the, the which was actually one. a comedy panel. <laughs> yeah, John, what did you think of the the improv post Im- improvi- improvised post mortem? I want to do it. Yeah, like I want to be up there. I want to be on the panel. If anybody's seen like uh, the set list comedy show, which is um, Paul Provence's YouTube show, where he basically puts up a topic behind a comedian and then they have to improvise jokes about it it's that but they give a video game title to somebody in the video games development or journalism industry and they have to talk about why the game was a success or why it was a failure like basically make up things about the development of the game and i thought it was a lot of fun it was great to see them and you know what i got to see jeff gersman and abby russell in the flesh which is crazy 
like these people that I listen to every yeah. week. Yeah, because you've been listening to them for years now. It, yeah, it was, I, I listen to probably every other Giant Bomb episode or yeah. like one and a half every couple weeks because they're so long, but I, yeah. I really enjoy it something to listen to on my my way to work so it, it was That's not us <laughs> i i certainly had the um the like i don't know to me the they're they're almost bigger than if i were to meet like a hollywood star because i just spend so much more time with them in my life essentially so i feel like it's something like this idea is something we could do as like maybe a like a side a bonus yeah kind of something. like, you like you it would just steal be, this idea yeah i want to steal it I mean, not steal it, but yeah, steal it. Like, <laughs> just because I think it's fun, and like, I mean, you, Brian, have brought up in the past how you think it would be fun to get into like stand up or improv of that sort, and I, I think it's I, something like we would really like we could get into. I just came up with an idea of how we could come up with the titles. Okay. Instead of just coming up with them off the top of our head, we could have a bunch of words that we just kind of pull out of a bag or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Maybe roll a dice to see how many words we were going to pick. Mad libs it up, essentially. Yeah. These yeah. are these are the adverbs and these are yes, the nouns. exactly. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I think that would and be fun. And then just random numbers for whatever sequel it <laughs> yes, is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. Anywhere from one to one three to, one million. I think there's videos of, of the improv postmortem up on YouTube of, of the previous one that they did at, the, at PAX, PAX uh, West. West. Uh, last year so people should check that out if it yeah, sounds it's, like it's something it's definitely really cool it, it's a cool idea it was a lot of fun there were some really funny moments um cup, couple of the people weren't as funny i felt but i also don't think this was necessarily their thing maybe it, yeah it's also pretty late in the day it's been a long day probably for yeah, everyone well, for it's sure first day well and you could tell the giant bomb guys weren't even here this morning they flew in from yeah. new york as well or i don't know if they drove or whatever but uh, so they had some people that were actual comedians and they had some people that were actual game developers and they right. had some so people you, that were games journalists. So you have people that are there who are funny to begin with. Then you have people who are there that are used to actually giving these postmortems for games that they've developed or been a part of. And so you kind of get this like mixed bag of, of people. Seeing how those people in their positions came at the situations differently was very interesting. Yeah, it was very I thought cool. it was fun. Yeah. So, so. really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for today. Yeah, John, did you you've gotten to see the show floor with like n- not so many I, people just, on just it? Just looking at the show floor, I feel overwhelmed. Yeah, like, I just I was, yeah. there's so many things to see, and it just there, there's a lot going on. Even though there's nothing going on, there's right a now. ton like, of super awesome nerdy merchandise here. Yeah, for sure. Which, yeah, I feel like I maybe, haven't even started to look too closely because I don't want to be tempted to buy I'll, stuff. Maybe I'll pick up some things that, that we fit. can give away on That'd the podcast. Cool. Uh, as you know, I, I actually I have a hoodie and a T-shirt for Zach for sending him his his Photoshop oh, nice. uh, submission. So nice. I'll, yeah. I'll be sure to send that out as soon as I get a chance. Um, but yeah. Uh, so we're going to be updating everybody over the next couple of days, hopefully each night after we wrap things up. Yep. Or if something really cool happens throughout the day, maybe we'll get together. Or maybe we can try and set up some interviews with some developers or something of that sort. We'll figure it out. But, uh, yeah, keep checking back uh, over the next few days. There will be more content for you to listen to. Alex? If, if you're somehow hearing this and you're at PAX and you want to meet up with us or talk to us or something like hit that. Hit us up on social media. Hit or us up absolutely. on something. Yeah. Mid- email us at midwestgamenerds at gmail.com. Or I think you can message people over the PAX app maybe. Or I'm not I sure exactly. I'm not sure. 
but I'll have to look at it again. we're around, and you know how to reach us. Midwest yes. ga- uh, com slash links. And be check sure to out. check out our uh, our Instagram account, Midwest Game Nerds, uh, so that you can see all the things that we're posting pictures of the whole time we're here and little videos and the story posts and everything like that. So definitely pay attention to the social media. And, uh, yeah, we will be back with you guys tomorrow. We appreciate you listening if you are hearing this. And, uh, yeah, peace out.